From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul Agents led by Son of Call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin' watching Netflix How much time's gone by We're talking TV From Suits to Supernatural Talking TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang went off from black True Detective bombed at second crack The Walking Dead Arrow and the Flash Get into Geek, this is DC Chats uh, We're up to week 13 Season 7, that's of Arrow of course But it started it all and here we are My name is Mitch, joining me Terry, how you doing? Hello Ben, once again, absent from our record. I think last week when he joined us and he found out that we'd sort of put some shit on him the week before, might have scared him off a little bit. Um, <laughs> so he's not here today. He is busy, but he's also a father and he has a sick child. So, you know, priorities. Here we are talking about superheroes. He's actually doing something important. But we're going to have fun. And it is important in the context of this chat, Terry. So as we do it each and every week, if you're uh, watching different shows, you want to skip some others because you've had enough of one, we're not going to name names. You can uh, check out the time codes and uh, see what we're talking about, at what particular time you can come back, all that business. But uh, Terry, with your permission, let's get straight in to Supergirl. All right, episode 13, both sides now. You just said off air, Terry, that you didn't mind this episode. I didn't, which is a first for a little while. I didn't write very many notes either, which is usually an indication that I'm I'm sitting there and I'm enjoying the episode. Yeah. I wrote the first scene was cool with the other world killer. Yeah. Um, what was the first scene then? Well, it was when, uh, <laughs> it was when Supergirl... And the DEO agents arrived. They went into her house. At her house. Which, yeah. it was cool, because it's like a bit of an operation. At first, I'm like, why is she arriving when they're arriving in cars? Shouldn't she arrive first? But they're yeah. a team. She's just, you know, whatever. My main gripe there, and I don't want to just jump straight into the, you know, little nitpicks of the show, but why is Wynn searching for heat signatures in the house and not the super-powered alien with x-ray vision. Yeah. Like, shouldn't she just be able to walk up to the house? We don't even You don't even need the visual effect of the of what they showed for Wynn and her just go, okay, there's one person in the house. I can see her. She's in the lounge Because they asked him as well while they were in yeah. the house. They actually said, Wynn, where's the heat signature? Yeah. And it's like Supergirl was yeah. there. Revert to the most powerful thing on the planet. Equal most powerful thing on the planet. Yeah. Like. She's right there. Anyway, I mean that's just a, you know really a tiny little um, a tiny little nitpick, but it was a a cool sort of scene because it just sort of it, even the previously on was like eight seconds long. It was like oh there's another world kill. This is what she looks like. Bang, she's landing on the street. Agents everywhere. They're all rushing up, you know, and it's black ops sort of shit, you know. I yeah I I kind of dug that. It was good. Just got straight into the show. Yeah, yeah, it was good. The only thing that I don't think I liked about this world killer is. I know they didn't call it this. I called it the canary cry. Basically, yeah. she has the same power as the black canary and the white canary and all the canaries. I kind of thought for someone who's an alien and has, you know, surely she could have had a different superpower. Yeah, because from what we've learned about Rain so far, it's not like she's only got one particular superpower. She's basically Supergirl. Like, she can fly, yes. She yeah. can fly. She's got super strength. Really, she's 
Supergirl's Yeah, and like bullets equivalent. are impenetrable to her yeah. and things like that. So, so I, I found it, yeah, kind of strange that Purity, as we come to know it, or, uh, or Julia, that, yeah, her go-to power was like a sonic scream of some description. I'm like, okay, cool. What else you got? No, nothing except that and flight. Yeah. You know, and, and she's probably got impenetrable sort of skin as well and but maybe some strength, I guess, but she didn't really rely on that too much. It was just the cry. And I'm like, okay, yeah. so what's the, the, the third woman of the Trinity going to have? Like another lame individual power because i kind of wanted the idea of these world killers to be three evil supergirls yeah and that but you know rain was just the leader for whatever reason yeah like those three from like superman yeah and i guess on that too the more proud and open that purity seems you know she wasn't trying to hide who she was i mean obviously they captured her as julia but um, okay maybe maybe that explains it away but at the same time it made me question even more mm-hmm. why Rain wears a mask. Yeah. Other so, than just for reasons of being a reveal in waiting. So this is what I wrote down. Um, Samantha had time to... So she obviously switched while she was on the ice. She's switched to Rain, gone home or somewhere, <laughs> changed her clothes, put special makeup on, done her hair just to go to the... Um, Evil fortress, fortress of Solitude. Yeah. yeah. Then by the time she goes back to Lena's office, Rain has taken the makeup off, put her hair back to normal, and like it, it just seems really. Bizarre. There's too much work involved. I found myself yeah. as a man watching the show last night going, "Is the plaiting of the hair necessary as a bad girl? Like, you know, do you need to do that much work with your hair? You yeah. know, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it is." It, it was nice, I guess, come the end of the episode that she was starting to have those slight turns in front of Lena, and Lena did, definitely. There's no way they could ride around her not seeing her eyes flicker. Mm. She said, I know what's wrong with you. I have no doubt she doesn't actually know what's wrong with her. But it was that a was nice way question. to be a cliffhanger because uh, this um, this is the last for about three or four weeks' worth of DCTV. Legends comes back next week. So it was a good you know, secondary um, midway through the season cliffhanger. But it's good that they're at least going, hey, look, some people are starting to see this. I was kind of hoping that Rain would actually full-on fledge come out and attack Lena. Yeah. And that she would then have to relay that message back to Kara and whoever else she could, you know, tell. Because then at least we're a step closer. Because we're only now got about four or five episodes of this show left. left. And... At some stage, they're going to have to, yeah, find out who she is and, you know, they're going to have the ups and downs, can we save her? And that's, I guess, what this episode was all about. And I don't know whether that's why you liked it. For me, that's where it started off, you know, you had those conversations between Alex and Purity where, you know, Alex was taunting her, going, do you think you're... Alex been- being a real bitch in that uh, episode. Annoying yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, she... <laughs> To me, in this episode, is what Kara is to you and most. Like, it's just like, shut up. What are yeah. you? It's it's icky sort of dialogue. Like, usually Alex is my go-to in this show. I, I love Alex. And I liked her being tough to an alien badass that, you know, mano a mano, for lack of a better word, but could break her in half. Absolutely. Yeah. But she was trying to do it as a, as a means of intimidation and just, you know, meeting of the mind sort of thing. But just the dialogue and those 
interrogation scenes. And I think it happened three times. I only took note of the first two or the second two where she's like, you're nothing but meat and bones. And mm. look at you, you're just a bug under a windshield. And I'm like, what all the little metaphorical little things yeah. are you going to call her? Like, this is pathetic. And she, I get that was what she was supposed to be and that Kara had to pull her up on it. And then at the end, Kara sort of had to apologize for not trusting Alex's instincts and the Alex was wrong anyway. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But I guess uh, they were both right. They were both wrong, and they didn't dwell on that at the end. Like, how dare you not believe me? It was just like, hey, look, let's just move on. Clearly, we've got some bigger shit to worry about. Yep. And but what I did like, I guess, is the oh, you think you're stronger um, than me, and then purity saying that back to Alex. And then at the end, Alex, when she came to realize that Julia did exist beyond purity, you know, the the the, the facade was like, hey, Julia, you're stronger than you know. And so it was a nice little turnaround. For me, it was just the, the getting there was a bit icky and really awful yeah. dialogue, but I liked the overall feel. I was going to say message. It's not really a message, but the overall, yeah, feel of what they were going for, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree for once. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big step in our Supergirl relationship. It is. It is. And I guess it's probably a, a bit of a practice episode before they get to do this with, with Sam and Rain, is that they're yeah. going to have these opportunities where can she be saved? You know, and maybe they do save Purity and they do save whatever world killer number three is, but they can't save Sam so that then her daughter can go and get adopted by, by Alex. Alex. Yeah. But they're going to, you know, it's it's good that they've had this. They've seen what they can and can't do or what they should and shouldn't do. And then when they get Rain, it's like, okay, now we're in the big leagues now because this is a character that the audience cares about because we've known for an entire season. So, yeah. It was little little baby steps, and then all of a sudden it's like, bang, this show's on for four weeks. Well, really? Like, I feel like we're just starting to make some ground. But yeah. uh, at the same time, if you're going to end on a slight high, I'd rather that than a slight low. So it was, it was good. Yeah, it I was. enjoyed it. I also liked the fact that we finally got to see Monel and the fact that he is struggling with the fact that he is back. And, you know, he does have feelings for Kara and that he wasn't originally in love with Imran. Yeah, that that was like an arranged marriage. Yeah. Did you you like that? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked, I struggle with the second part of what you just said. I think the first bit that he's actually open, even with her, look, I don't, I don't know if I am in love with Kara again. Because like, yeah, he, I like the time travel aspect that he's only been gone from Kara for six months, but he's been gone from her for seven years. So he's lived this life and he had to learn to forget her. Now that he's back, it's like, well, shit, I left in love with you. I've come back. You're still in love with me. And I'm in your time. Maybe, you know, when he's trying to fix the engine, I don't know, maybe I'm stuck here. And then he can admit that to, to his wife. But I don't know, for me, I guess up until now, Imran and Monel have been in love. It's yeah. like, I had to get over you, Kara. We fell in love. We've been in love a lot longer and married a lot longer than I even knew you, let alone have been in love with you. I'm struggling with it now that I love two women. Now it's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, we were never properly in love when we got together. We just sort of had to, to you know, get the planets, um, you know, in, into some kind of treaty or whatever. So I don't know. I struggle with that just because of maybe how fast they delivered it in the episode. But at the same time, I kind of liked... Um, uh, John Jones's little partner. I like him being the father figure to, to them all. Like him just yeah. sitting there saying, hey, man, women, hey, marriage. Pff, tell me about it, right? And they're all having a drink while there's like shit going down. I know. <laughs> I'm like, where is someone sending a text? I know. Like you've got, you've got like up to the second updates of what's going on around the world, especially yep. at the DEO. And you're like, here, crack open some of this uh, Mars moonshine. 
it's good shit, you know. So I was a bit like that to my how long is this? Obviously, too, that scene can be going on, you know, concurrent with the scene that was previous rather than consecutive. But the way that it's shown to us and we, the dumb audience, a lot of the time we're just we're watching what you're showing us and yep. it followed on. It's like, why isn't someone getting in touch with the boss? So, yeah, I was a bit, I was a bit funny on that, too, I guess. But, yeah, I, I don't know where that's going to go. Obviously... I think with the Sam thing is that Sam's gonna Sam and Rain are gonna die and the Alex thing we let's where at least I'm seeing that go. Yep. But the Monel business, yeah. I mean what what do they do? Do they rip out Monel from Kara's life again in the season finale, the same way they did last year, where it's like, I have to go, even though we love each other, or does Imran go, Okay, fine, I'll go back to the future by myself? Or do or they do, both just stay? Do they both stay and it's a yeah. weird love triangle for season four or I'd, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the most, I, I guess the most curious part of the end of that episode with their storyline, and I didn't even write this down, it's just occurred to me, is that she came up to Monel and said, oh, by the way, Brainiac and I, uh, we should probably tell you why we're really here. Yeah. Like, Sorry, what? Like, yeah. I thought you got stuck in time and you got displaced 10,000 years ago and you've been in stasis. Like, why? Why? Yep. This is all part of the plan? What the f- I liked that. Like it just that sort of cool. just a drop in the in in the in the ocean. Boom! It, story's done. See you in four weeks. Like yeah. that was the best part of the cliffhanger. I think. I can't believe I didn't actually think of it. No, until and now. I didn't write it down either. Yeah. I think I was too like, oh wow. Yeah. Do you have any idea? Do you ever not even any idea? Because we we haven't even teased even this until now. But inkling that there was another reason for them yeah. to be there. Do you have anything in the aftermath that you want it to be? I don't even know. Yeah. Like, my brain is just. <laughs> not working well enough. Are they going to do something stupid? What it could possibly be? Yeah, I mean, this this is probably going to be something stupid. But while we're having fun speculating, are they back to try and recruit Rain or something? Like they've come back to be, oh. you know, woken out of stasis when all this shit's going down, so yeah. that they can take something from this time. And what's going on in this time? Well, there's three somewhat Kryptonian superpowered beings in the world. Have they come back? I don't know. Like, but they didn't seem to know about them. Yeah. When they well, Monel, I guess. Well, I guess say Monel didn't, but who knows? I mean, they've been part of what they refer to as, you know, um, untrustworthy narrators of a story. Like the fact that they know everything, but they're only telling us little bits of information along the way. Like even when it's like, well, we can't tell you much. You know, we actually forgot last week to mention it in our Supergirl chat, but where they kind of hinted that, you know, General Zod, they fought him in, you know, a thousand years' time and Wynn lost his mind. He's like, this is a villain that Superman has killed already. Mm. Do you mean he comes back? It's like, we can't tell you that. So, yeah, we could give you a thousand reasons what that could mean, but none of them would be true. So we'll see in, I guess, four weeks' time. Maybe Ben's got a prediction. So we'll see how he goes. He usually does. Yeah, and he always seems to save the ones that he knows are going to be right and play them back during our show and tell us how clever he is. So... Maybe he really does look ahead at spoilers and just yeah. doesn't tell us. That would be the ultimate twist. Yep. Yeah. You lying He's such. known all along. <laughs> all right, yeah. let's get to Flash. Oh, do we have to? Fuck. What is wrong with this show? Man. So I don't know. So, the- Stretchy Man is now a shapeshifter. That's yeah, new. Yeah, that's new. Um, that's convenient. I, mm. I, I mean, it makes sense with his power. It's not a stretch, no pun intended at all, at all. I did not mean that. It's just how it came out. It's not a stretch for me to believe that that 
power is is possible for someone with his abilities. Maybe turning it into a black guy is a is more of a stretch than willing to give it. The voice certainly. I'm like, how does that work? Like, you you your skin can manipulate. Yeah, but oh, not don't your give me voice. some bullshit. Maybe maybe lend his his you know. I mean, all of his insides stretch and manipulate to the length and and what and fluidity that he wants. So maybe his you know throat and larynx and vocal cords all stretch and whatever and it's a TV show. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. True Colors was the name of, of this episode and I guess it all came down to, you know, at the end, you know, what do you really want to be in that little message to one of the more annoying villains this show has ever seen with Lady Luck or whatever the f*** they called her. I don't care because I don't... I didn't want her to be in this episode and when she uh, was now I didn't want she's it. going to be in future <laughs> now she's the thinker she's, like yeah. really of all the people you could have kept out of that but okay um hey but there could be lesbian scenes so well that is a plus for you i guess yeah i guess yeah, that's fine um <laughs> well okay on that on the thinker that moment where devoe wheels himself into the courtroom mm. what did you what was the first thing you think of were you? Was that a big like? What's going on? Or did you immediately go? I knew go, straight away that yeah. it was Stretchy Man. Yeah. And so my first thought, because I already knew, like, oh yeah, that's Stretchy Man. My first thought was, where did they get the exact same chair that he had? <laughs> so that was what I was thinking with that particular. Scene. That was all part but of I, the stretch. That was his legs that he was wheeling around. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, but I, I kind of thought that was very cool. Yeah. That was a really good twist to, um, because obviously it really shook up Devo's wife. Yeah. She's like what the fuck um that was cool that yeah. was probably about the best part of the entire episode yeah i think that was I think. when i properly like because that was right at the end i really sat up in my chair because i was i watched supergirl and, and flash back to back and i was sort of fading a bit through through flash and then that, ha- that happened and i was like whoa what's going on because unlike you the intelligent viewer much like everyone <laughs> listening to this i had at least five seconds where i was going what the fuck? What the what? What the fuck? What the fuck? What just happened? You know, because I'm thinking about what young DeVoe, um, her, you know, new husband essentially is is saying back in the lair and about, you know, the end game and, and I'm like, what does this mean? Like all this shit's going through my head. I've been speaking about it for six times longer than it actually came to make me realise what was going on. But yeah, it, it did get me, I think, for a couple of seconds. And then once I realised who it must have been, I'm like, okay, that's actually really cool. Because what do you what do you do? I liked even then that Cecile had to then explain to the judge what he should probably do. It's like, this guy's on trial for murdering this man. This man yeah. has just arrived. Obviously, th- there's no point for an appeal. You just, you, the case is done. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, in light of the fact that this guy's here and, well, there's other things to consider. I'm like, there's nothing to consider. The murder victim is alive. Did he actually, the one thing I don't recall when DeVoe did Will into the courtroom and everyone was like, oh my God, he's alive. Did he ever say that he was stabbed by somebody but not Barry? Um, I think, yeah. he Because some... there's still a stabbing that would be yeah. in question. Because that still happened. Yeah. Whether he didn't die, but he was still stabbed. So who stabbed him? Yeah, it, I, I, I need to go back and to think about that. no, 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 because they did actually make uh, make definite points to to reference that yeah he something happened to him and then it's like he blacked out for a little while and then he woke up you know right which it, in story time even has been 
Okay, it's been at least three weeks since I guess the trial because these these shows do seem to you know operate in real time essentially. Like between Barry going to jail and the next episode, he was you know riding scratching seven days into the into the wall. So take away the mid season break, it's probably yeah been a, a good month at least I'd say since yeah. Devoe died. And he so did what... another line at the end of the episode. Yeah, I think it was like four weeks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was or at least ah. Oh, tw- it's weird. I, I can't actually. It's a little nitpick, but you know when you like you scratch and you do down, the cross you do five, five, you do four, and then you put a, a, yeah. a horizontal cross yeah. to it. Maybe that's not how they do it in America. Anyone listening in America, I don't know how you guys do it. In, at least in Australia here, we do four vertical lines and, and then, then a horizontal diagonal. or a diagonal across, and that represents five. So you can just look at that group and go five. Whereas Barry's yeah. just doing lines, like f- five lines, or is he doing? I don't know if it was groups of four lines or groups of five lines, but they were like they were small. Groups, mm. but there was no yeah. And I, I five, like it. it's such a stupid thing for me to look at. I can't I immediately go five dots, twenty five days. Like boom, like you just it's easy math. Yeah. Whereas look at that, I'm like, hang on, one, two, three. Why have you done five? Okay, you can carry this. Blah blah blah. Twenty eight days. Twenty days. But it's been a while. I don't know what the math is, but yeah, it's been a while since since all this happened. But you're right. No, they did reference something, something that he said happened to him on the night, and then he woke up this morning. He doesn't know. So you're right. Yeah, that the, there is a stabbing. So there's still a question of whether he was stabbed by Barry. Yeah. They should have maybe mentioned, like, oh, no, it wasn't Barry that stabbed me. Because they found, it wasn't so much DNA, they just found Barry's fingerprints on a knife that was next to him because it was part of his uh, wedding gifts, wasn't it? Like yeah. the devoted stolen. Yeah. yeah, so either way, I mean, they worked quick. Like, we saw Barry sort of get put back in his cell and him having to deal with, yeah, okay, I've just put myself back in jail. And then all of a sudden, he's cracking open champagne back mm. at Joe's place. It's like, well, there was no middle ground. It wasn't like that. You know, that, that process would take, at least, even in story time, days let alone weeks, I'm sure, to get that yep. guy, all the paperwork signed off and out of jail. Oh, their suits did it pretty quickly, too. Oh, suits, yeah, you're right. Suits, yeah. You know, <laughs> especially season seven, the way they stretch some legal <laughs> some legal things. Uh, maybe they should have been representing Barry. Then it would just tie all this sort of like stretching of the truth and law all in very nicely together. But um, again, I, I think it was the same as how I felt about Flash last week. It was kind of a, a, a cool little ending. But the rest of it was shit. But in the middle, yeah, I just... And we had a lot more Amonet uh, in this episode. I honestly don't know whether... It's not that I'm coming around to her or I'm just accepting that this is how she is. She's going to be around. I don't know why. I don't care. And then she brings out that stupid glove that she's got. I'm like, I actually had forgotten that that's your power. Well, I don't know if it's a power. It's an ability. Whatever it is, you fire a glove that separates into 100 parts and then comes back lame okay um but we've also got you know the 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 villain that lasts the end of this episode lady luck she manipulates luck in her favor now that kind of seems ridiculous although very soon we're gonna have deadpool in cinemas and you've got domino uh who teams up with deadpool and that's her ability is to manipulate luck in her favor now already in the trailer that looks so much better and so much more cinematic, and that's a tie to the trailer itself, than what they do with this Lady Luck. Like, she just, you know, shit just happens, nothing happens to her, and I'm like, oh, God, this is so f***ing lame. But maybe I just don't like her whiny voice. It is really high. Takes away everything so else that's going on. My voice was high yeah. and whiny. I'm glad whiny computer guy's dead. I, I didn't care. Well, actually, are they dead? All those, when DeVoe, you know, pops, every time his f***ing chair <laughs> levitates into a scene, I'm like, Did this no is laughable. Did no one see a f- 
and chair floating across <laughs> well, maybe the not, city because he can teleport the jail what's up with that i feel like we haven't focused on that enough the fact he that he teleport? can right at the end when he got uh lady luck woman next to the chair yeah. and they just like vanish into like nothing they, it's almost like they shrink down yeah and disappear like they teleport i'm like but he didn't teleport in. We saw him. We didn't see him teleport in. in. All of a sudden, on... he just sort of comes over the roof. I'm like, yeah. maybe he teleported to the roof. But you're right. Like, people would see a f-ing chair. Someone would see even even if you're just on the roof. I don't know. That aside, though, I feel like the show and maybe even us as a show, we aren't focusing on the fact that this guy can teleport. This, so this should I didn't be know a he could yeah. Teleport. Well, I feel like he's only done it once, maybe twice before. This is a big thing i actually i feel like he didn't the flash hold on to him and he like dropped him over he, like he appeared above the city and dropped him like in the middle of nowhere or that happened to somebody i, I want to say anyway that like he can te- i don't know he can teleport what the f- like he's a thinker yeah he, he knows possibilities and outcomes and except that he doesn't in the case where they're watching the jail footage and it's like what should we do i don't know and that sort of blew away his wife yeah what do you mean you don't know that's your job you called the thinker he's like well i've been you know, surveying a thousand, million, trillion, hundreds of gazillion possibilities, and uh, yeah, I guess I can confidently say I don't know what's going to happen here. It's like, what the f- are you talking about, mm. man? That's your job. And then we didn't see him again until he seemingly gave up that body. Like, is that guy done? Is that very young, handsome black yeah, man done now? Body? And he's chosen to go for this annoying, whiny girl. The the one thing that I guess does come out of all that is that we see the wife. I don't remember her name. She's starting to question. Yeah everything so she might flip sides yeah 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 um and she knows the inner workings of the chair like he knows yeah. everything but she built that chair and she now knows how to like block that was cool man that was creepy too music. like it's one thing for her to like look to the camera at least you know facially act that she's not happy or that she's scared or anything like that with the situation but to actually put a mental block up on him reading her thoughts because he just seems to be like Peter Petrelling this situation. I was like, just about to say that. <laughs> just another adapting hero. powers. Yeah. So, okay. He so, absorbs here. Um, do you think then, is that what he did with all those like he shrink guy and the computer guy? He, he took their powers and then yeah. killed him in the same hit. Yes. And now he's settled with Lady Luck. Yes. Right. But he needs stretchy man's powers Yeah. as well. So obviously I wonder why. Well, like, yeah, I don't feel like that's what it, they were all thinking. Yeah. Why does... It's like he doesn't need the ability to stretch, but he needs all the powers that were given to them by the dark matter the of bus. the speed force. Yeah. Like, it's, I guess, at the moment in cinemas, Avengers, he's collecting all of his Infinity Stones. You know, he's con- collecting all of his Horcruxes if you're a Harry Potter fan. It's not that he needs those powers, he just needs all those powers put together to, I don't know, what are they calling it? The, uh, I'm going to say Grand Plan because I. I don't know if you can, but I can't think of the actual name. It's like, you know, the the end game or what are they called? An arrow in season one? The Undertaking. The Undertaking. Like, it's something like that. It's like a grand plan with this awesome name, you know. So, yeah, whatever he needs all these powers put together for. But, yeah, just the idea that he's able to read her thoughts and he's seeing all these different possibilities. So he knows every version of what she's thinking and what's going to come. So he's obviously waiting for the day where his version of her, the real version, not all the outcomes and possible outcomes, but his version of her does actually betray him. Like he, he's got to know that's coming up, mm. which makes him so much more evil now that she's always been a bit of a pawn in his grand scheme. But now that I think he's gone to this next level, 
it's just making a lot more creepy for me now that she's she's actively blocking his invasion of her mind and she doesn't want him to know what she's thinking because she's obviously got some serious doubts and shit and yeah i feel like i'm giving this episode a lot of credit considering how little i enjoyed a lot of it (laughs) it was pretty bad all those villains too like just bringing them back just to turn on barry at the end it's like get him and i'm like there are police officers surrounding you Mm. and you're gonna go back and fight this guy like she was whatever happened to that bird on the top of the the pole that she animated, like the eagle. Oh, the luck chick yeah. made her ah. get blinded by one of the spotlights and the bird Nothing happened to down. it. Yeah, yeah. right. Because I'm yep. like, that just sort of flew off and she was going to use it and nothing happened. Yeah, no, it was the luck chick. Again, I remembered very little of this episode <laughs> until the end where I'm like, oh, cool, something's happening. And now we're out of jail and the Flash yeah. can be the Flash, you know. Because oh. no one has realised that. Barry Allen and The Flash are both absent at the same time. Yeah, like surely that's the time where you get Wally. Like, give him a different suit. I don't know if his lightning's the same colour, but we don't know whether the real people can see the lightning. So who knows? Mm. But like, call him and go, hey, mate, just just run over here. Where are you? The other side of the country? Okay, I'll see you in three seconds. Just run around the joint just to let people know that The Flash is, you know, still around. Yep. Not, not that everyone's going, oh, well, Barry's gone, now the Flash is gone. There's a thousand people that are absent, I'm sure, every day. But at the same time, surely isn't there a Flash? Because otherwise we're not hearing about like crime escalating for the last four weeks, You know, making it harder for Barry to stay in jail. Is he doing the right thing? He comes out yeah. when they're supervillains. But it's like, well, what about all the other shit? People getting away with stuff when you're not around and you're not. Stretchy man took over, I guess. Yeah. Oh, he's doing yeah. a lot. Like, for the second time in, what, three weeks, he's went, oh, guys, I just can't do it. I'm like, we covered this the other week in that really shitty episode with yeah. the trickster and trickster's mum. Like, why you, why do you need to do this again? Oh, I'm not good enough. Yes, you are. Okay, I guess I am. Well, I, you know? I think this time it was because his friend, the Scottish dude, was putting doubts in his head. Well, yeah, and I expected him to leave then and go straight back to the friend and go, okay, what have you got? Like, him just put so much doubt on himself that he was going to go back, not completely to his old ways, but maybe just get a taste and see whether he wanted to do it again. And that, in the end, that guy just seemed to be there so that Stretchy Man could... Uh, oh, and turn manif- into him. Yeah, manifest yeah, yeah. His, his powers. Shape-shifting, uh, in, shape-shifting powers, yep. yeah. Because so. other than that, that guy served no purpose to the episode at all. No. So, I mean, maybe next week. Maybe next week he does turn over the bad leaf again. I don't know, but... Anyway, hopefully just next week this episode is better. Ugh. I'm sick of what... I, I, you know, we went into this season, didn't we? We went into this season saying, God, I hope Flash Season 4 doesn't suffer the same thing that Arrow did for Season 4. <laughs> That'll never happen. Yeah. And it really has. And it may be even more evident because The Flash as a show is so much more out there than what Arrow is. Like Arrow's about... Okay, yeah, Season 4 was about him and a guy that did magic. But that was really about it, whereas Flash is a meta. He's facing other metas. They all wear weird costumes. They've all got weird names. Mm. So they've went, oh, so we can like take our ridiculous level up to 12? Okay, but their 12 is a lot more evident than what Arrow's was. I think overall Arrow still, maybe just because it left such a bad taste in my mouth, was a poorer season. But we're only halfway through Flash at the moment. This, Unless it really picks up. Yeah, this is a real drag to get through at the moment. You know, yeah. like, again, doing Supergirl, which wasn't an amazing episode. It was better than Flash. There's a spoiler alert for our rankings at the end of the, <laughs> at the, end of the uh, episode. Well, for us, Ben might have oh, a completely God different knows. opinion. God knows what bloody Benjamin Clayton's going to think. Jesus. 
Oh, okay, I'm done. Let's talk about Arrow. Well, the first thing I want to say about it uh, is the is the episode title, and it's the Devil's Greatest Trick, which reminds me of that great quote from um, The Usual Suspects and uh, Kevin Spacey saying, the Devil's Greatest Trick was convincing the world that he didn't exist. I'm like, I don't even know if I properly understand what that means, but God damn it, I love it. So I was immediately like really keen to watch this episode and see what how they were going to make that work as far as, I guess, what Caden James had to do with things. I In the end, I don't really know, and that's probably just a misunderstanding on, on my behalf. But um, I guess the first thing we probably should talk about, and I wish Ben was able to come in um, this week because he was... So passionate um, <laughs> in our chat about Arrow last week and negatively passionate or passionately negative. Um, and he, he said he just wanted the Caden James story to end and it has. He's he dead. He's dead. He's, yep. He's gone. Yeah. Um, now, I spoke to Ben just before and he said he hated this episode even more. Than the last More than episode. last? What? Yes, and he really hated that episode. Oh, see, I, honestly, I was hoping for some kind of like Hollywood ending where he would like bust into this room right now <laughs> and go, are you guys talking about Arrow yet? Because I'm here. I loved it. It's back, as he does. Five-star Clayton, I am yes. back. The show's back. Woo! Yeah, we're on. No. I cannot believe that he hated, hated it more than it last more. week. Yeah. No way. Because last week, I like I said, I, it was my number one. I don't feel good about it. It was just a you know representation of how bad the week was. But I... I liked some of it and was really disappointed in other stuff. Whereas this episode, I don't even know from the get-go, but just by the end, I, I felt a lot better about this episode. I'm like, thank God. Because I mean, we're catching up now. I was going to say in Australia, but we're catching up as a show. This was the, the start of a four-week break for Arrow. So it was a nice way to sort of have it on a cliffhanger. It was It's the 13th, 13th episode. They're actually doing what we on this show have been asking for years, don't have these long drawn out stupid Vincent, um, stupid uh, Adrian Chase storylines like season five because you yeah. were so done last season about Adrian so Chase because yeah. they drew it out for twenty two episodes. Yeah, this that was is like what they did with Legends and um, oh, I can't even remember the first guy Savage Vandal Savage. Vandal yeah, Savage. it was like oh my god. And see that was only Just what a it. was that a twelve or a sixteen? I know now they only do like sixteen or eighteen episodes, but I think it was only yeah sixteen for the first season, so it wasn't even that long. Yeah, but. <laughs> And it felt long for us, yeah, because yeah. he very much was the villain of every week, just finding new ways to screw with them and their new ways to fail against stopping him. Whereas at least with Arrow, I didn't say at least like it's a good thing, but villain of the weeks and, you know, Caden James at least has been, you know, a constant since he came into it really in like, what, episode three or something. But I feel better about it because they've, they've now killed him off. Like, you can't bring him back. You've got yeah, but they've just replaced him with yeah. someone in the team who, oh, I've got police on my payroll and yeah. other people on my payroll. And it's like, so it's more of the same, but yeah. like a different face. And the, yeah. yeah, okay. that no, That's fair enough. I guess for me, I'm like, oh, it's not going to be exactly the same. It's a different, like, it, it's going to have different methods and maybe test Oliver in a different way. But maybe, yeah, maybe this is the worst thing that could happen to the show. I don't want to say that yet because I guess I was more excited about it certainly than Ben was. But maybe this will prove to be maybe the worst thing. Not that they've changed bad guys, but that they've just switched to someone very similar. Like a guy that worked with this bad guy. Yeah. He may as well have literally had his direct underling replace him. Like... Okay, but the thing about that, like this guy, 
I don't know if he's probably been known by this name uh, yet, but uh, Diaz, as we've known him, when he was cast, and I, I like that actor. I've seen him a bunch of stuff. He's been in films as well. When they uh, announced that he was cast, like, oh, he'll be playing this character, Dragon. And uh, Arrow Season 6, they said he's not going to be going up against anyone with magic or anything other stupid. It's very much very grounded. You know, we've had a hacker. This guy will be like a crime lord. But um, Dragon would be the bad guy of the season. So when they introduced him in, like, Episode 2 or 3 or something, and he was Diggle's drug dealer, essentially, Mm. or at least the guy that owned the drugs... I'm like, okay, this is the introduction to this big bad guy. And the next time we see him, he's just working for Caden James. And he's been nothing except like a a very unsuccessful hitman since then. Yeah. So I thought, okay, they obviously changed their mind. Now he kills Caden and he's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to take over this town. It deserves me. And I'm like, oh, so you are, so you, so you are the big bad. Okay, sure. Oh, God, I feel weird now. Yeah, because we've honestly been asking for this for years. Have two 13-episode arcs or do what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. do and almost have three sets of seven. Mm. And now that we've got it, it's like, oh, is this going to be a good idea? Like that's that, Well, they haven't done it properly. Yeah. It's because it's, it's still the same. It's still someone from that team because they were fighting, mm. what, three, four people in the team? Yeah. So Laurel is still questionable. Anatoly is going to off back to Russia probably and obviously Caden's dead so it's still someone mm. in that team yeah well I do want to get back to the start because it, it it begins following something we had a big problem with last week uh, I think Ben was the one to first say that he just hates Dina um, <laughs> this my first thing that I wrote down oh, yeah. Dina is an idiot yes like the city's about to blow up like that's where this episode starts it's like shit's about to go down and she's out there going, no, no, no. I still want to kill this one person. I want to go after Laurel. I need to kill Laurel. They're like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Literally in a couple of hours, this city is going to get destroyed by like a giant, you know, nuclear bomb, essentially, whatever it was. This whole this whole city's turning to ash. Yeah, but I've got to kill Laurel. I'm like, I know you're upset. You're going through the five stages. I get all that. But come on, pull your head in. Or if you don't, stop asking her to help. Let her go off and be a dick. You guys, as terrific untrific as you are and wild dog go on join forces with arrows they do share information just get the team together or go separate teams and actually do something stop wasting time trying to convince a crazy person to be uncrazy like uh, she's just yeah she's really pissing me off maybe we should call her star lord (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what we're talking about (laughs) um I wonder how Ben thought about this because as much as he does hate something, he can love something at the same time or he can love something entirely but be really pissed off about certain details. Now, in this, they're looking for Caden. They don't know where he is, but they, they, they've got the evidence that says, we did not kill your son. Mm-hmm. They need to find him. And now, I don't know what there's Oliver saying. So I've got an idea. And then... You see the lightning. Like, he's called Barry. Oh, that pissed me off. Or Are whoever. You kidding yeah. me? Yeah, so... Yeah. So who 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 is who, like exactly? Is it Barry? Have they called him in jail? Yeah. Um. Which actually, at the time, now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't think about that at the time. Jail. Well, yeah. That. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that follows on that after. episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not the week after. It's the. 
Or the week of. The week of. So, yeah, these shows, as much as they really should be happening all at the same time, we, the stupid viewer, it's like, well, last night yeah, the Flash Wally is out of jail. So, of course, yeah, and Wally's like in some other city MIA. fighting aliens or whatever. He's MIA in another dimension. Yeah. Whatever's going on. At the same time, like, well, that's cool. Of course you would call on your friend. But why not give him some f***ing airtime? Well, not only airtime, but when there's a, like they said, well, sure, we've convinced him that it's not us, but mm. he will still detonate this bomb unless we deliver him the person who it was. Maybe keep Barry around to literally search the entire city. to Because we know yeah. that he can do that stuff. He has done that stuff on numerous occasions. Keep him around to help you look for the bomb. Now, okay, this is a show about Arrow, and like Supergirl, if you bring in Superman too much, then it makes Supergirl somewhat redundant. And if you're Arrow and you bring in (laughs) Flash too much, then it makes Arrow redundant because, well, he just can't get the job done by himself. (laughs) I get that, but that's their only restriction. If you can show us how easy it is to call him up, show us why it's so hard to keep him around. Yeah. Hey, can you just go drop us off with that bad guy and then, oh, you can go home after that. What you need to get back? We'll just Uber it. Like, how do they get back? Do they just walk back? They're so far outside of that city. Does Caden <laughs> give them a lift? And they got back very quick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. That was bullshit. Okay, though. I am confused about one thing. Well, I don't know if it's several things, but it comes down to one core thing, I guess. When... Caden James was shown the real video, mm-hmm. the unfiltered, undoctored video. He says that one of his team must have faked it. Yeah. But I was always under the impression that he only brought that team together very recently. Once he'd set out his plan of revenge, yes. i.e., after, after he'd seen the initial video. Yep. I've seen Arrow kill my son. I need a team to help me take down Arrow. Yep. Oh, and he just happens to pick the team that includes the person that doctored the video. Yes, yeah, so that's the thing. It's like, which obviously, in the case, then what Diaz just hoped that James would recruit. So, yeah. so Diaz went out and had Caden James's son killed in the hope that he would react in the way that he would want to destroy the entire city, or at the very least, destroy the Green Arrow. And bring together a team which would naturally involve him because why? They've never met because story. <laughs> and then what? Then, as he said, thin the herd. Mm. I, I'm really confused. Like it's it's which came first, chicken or the egg situation with this? He came together because of the video, but he could have only seen the video. Well. He brought the team together because of the video, but he yeah. could have only seen the video if that team, or at least those members, were already planning to. I honestly don't. I'm, it I, makes I've, no sense. And I sat there just like writing it down, trying to piece it all together. And honestly, maybe I'm an idiot. Write to me at Mitch underscore Lewis <laughs> on Twitter. Please call me an idiot and explain it to me. Hit us up, get into geek at gmail.com. Go into a full dossier and explain it in timeline form. Maddie calls me Captain Chronology. Break it down A to Z. I just, I don't know. that, And that, as much as I was enjoying this episode, this is only about halfway through, that really took me out of the show for a second because yeah. for me that just didn't make sense. And the fact that by looking at this code straight away, he knew, oh, this code was done specifically by one of those people. Mm. Like he's had how many hackers working for him, Yeah. but whatever was in there was specific to only one of four people Yeah. who aren't known to be hackers. Yeah, exactly. 
But when he said, oh, it's got their fingerprints, digital fingerprints yeah. basically all over it, I'm like, oh, shit, it's going to... I was expecting it to be the the other Felicity because she was obviously in this episode yeah. helping them down, and but she then she was also in his flashbacks. Exactly. I'm like, and oh, that would have made sense. Yeah, why is it her? I don't... And she was, she'd been obsessed with him for, like, last season where she said to Felicity, that was how she got involved in the show, was bringing Felicity into whatever that group was called, Helix. saying, Helix... Come in, we've got this guy, we need you to help us break him out of the Argus prison. He's amazing, he's a god, he's like the hacker legend, oh my god. He's And I expected them to be like this younger bloke. When it ended up being Michael Emerson, I'm like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Because they're all such a, they're a young, hip group, yep. you know, a, you know, a digitally attacking, you know, the, the corporate, you know, of the world. But that aside, she was obsessed with who this guy was. I don't know whether she'd even ever met him or not, but she was obsessed with him. So it would have in a way made more sense, because at least they'd had a connection. But it's so it's written it's out there it's so it's 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 not like this is detail being hidden from us like we've put together oh it must be because of the digital fingerprint they've said these words so for them to have said and written these words on the page and then filmed them edited them final cut premiered it they're confident they know what they're talking about so I've no doubt they know what they're talking about but I just didn't feel like that was conveyed well enough to me and again no. that might be and I'm willing to say that it is entirely my fault. But at the same well, time, I agree with you, so it's my fault too. And I'm, I would, I, I like, ben I would like to think that Ben would as well. Yeah. And also to further that is that this keeps happening, yeah, to us, all of us, where we're just like, oh, did that really make? I guess it made sense. Yeah, I did it though. Let's have some questions. It must to somebody. It really must to somebody. But it's just little things like that that, especially in the middle of the episode, it's like here's something that doesn't make sense, and you just lose track. But at least for me, it just took me out of the show a little bit, and I was yeah. like, okay, well. I'll work it out with you guys in the chat. And then I want to come in here and tell you, Terry and Ben, ha ha, you idiot. Here it is. Here's, here's really what happened, but that wasn't the case. So, And I don't know about you, but did he seem terribly shocked or surprised or upset or even apologetic when he found out the new information? Hell no. There was no, oh, Oliver, I'm so sorry. I've just f***ed up your entire life for the last yeah. six months. There was... There was nothing. It was just a look on his face and then, oh, I know who did it. Mm. And then he was still going to bomb. Yeah. Because until that point, him wanting to get revenge on Oliver, absolutely thought it was Oliver, wanted to get revenge on him. It was calculated revenge. It wasn't just, I'm going to attack you with everything. I'm going to hire all these goons and storm your office. It was, I'm going to break you down from the inside. I'm going to make you lose all the the city, all of its money. I'm going to tear you apart as Oliver Queen. I'm going to make you absolutely useless as Green Arrow. I'm going to tear your team apart. I'm going to hire goons that can attack each different facet of both you when you've got Anatoly. um, Then you've got, obviously, Diaz with his connections to Diggle, whether or not he knew that. Let's pretend that he did because he knows everything. you got Vince, who had a connection to Dina. Like They've all got ways that they can attack that team Mm. and Oliver himself. So it was a very calculated plan of attack. Yet Oliver comes up to him and says, here's absolute evidence. We did not do this. Mm. Your anger is misplaced. And he's like, well, I'm still going to detonate the bomb then. So hang on. No, you only want to destroy the city because Oliver lives for this city. Yeah. Why do you now want to destroy this city? Uh, well, because that's what you're going to do. But you, it's just, now it's like, oh, well, now you're just mentally unstable. Before you were calculated. And you 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 were on you're on a path, and it was all pre thought out, and you were like you were you're an intelligent madman, but now you just you're just a madman. You're actually out of your mind. Yeah. None of this shit makes any. Oh, I don't know. Again, maybe maybe it does. 
Uh, the other side of it, I guess, uh, was a lot. There was a lot of William stuff going on. Um, uh, I don't know whether we're going to have a best and worst at the end, but I can quite clearly say that my worst moment was when he decided to take off. William just like, oh, I might go there. Yeah, I might go oh, to well, the, the heart of the danger. Happening. Yeah, and no, I mean, no one sees him leave. <laughs> I know that Arrow Lair thing is, um, you know, is pretty big, but the kid was sitting right next to them and he just manages to walk off with no yep. one seeing him and like just hears that maybe something's going on there. He's like, oh, I'm going to go down there. And, he, and it's like, okay, okay, why is he going down there? And then when Oliver sees him, he's like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, um, what are you doing, man? We got some shit going on. He goes, I just heard you're here and I was scared. I'm like, oh, my Christ. You were underground, surrounded by family yep. and friends. I get that you don't want to be an orphan. You want to save your dad. Call him. Get Felicity. Call him. Like, beg, be, be a child. You know, want to talk. Don't go into the danger because again that feels to me like a that it's a stupid decision and it's a reactionary decision but it's it's a choice yeah but then when he got there it was just like i don't even know how i got here i'm scared it was very much it was a very hollywood thing Mm. um i mean having seen a lot of movies whenever there's a kid the stupid kid is always the one that runs out into the the twister or the flood or mm. the something and yeah and everyone has to then run after the kid yeah. and it's every <laughs> or a, a building that's about to get blown to pieces yeah. there's always a kid that runs in there every time it's <laughs> so hollywood it's shit you know i mean they had some nice moments at the end there where they were absolutely going to die this bomb was going off and oliver just got down on his knee gave william a cuddle time he loved him don't be scared i'm here with you yeah and, you know, Caden's watching that. It was almost like he was going to just tick there for a second. I guess come the end where he was like, look, I'm done. I've actually, I've, I've been arrested. My plan, I, I cannot win anymore. He wasn't going to just tell everyone in the world who the Green Arrow was. That wasn't going to help him anymore. So, again, that goes back to him being calculated. He's not a madman with no plan. That's, his plan didn't work. So, why would he do that to Oliver anymore? Yeah. But that he did see... Oliver as a father and he did this himself because he was a father, father who lost a son and he thought Oliver would never understand that and he sees Oliver caring for his son, loving his son, probably in ways that he could never do to his own son, in ways that he didn't understand. So yeah, I, I, I liked those moments, which was a big thing for me at, in, at the time of watching because William making such a dumb decision, I thought, I'm not going to care about this particular part of the story for the rest of the episode. Yep. But he managed to bring it around and... Even the idea of like Oliver in that in the heat of the battle when he's you know using his arrow voice you know and he's like they're they're manoy manoing and then and then William shows up and he's just like hey buddy you know like just he's back to being Oliver Queen he almost takes his hood off you know goes down completely forgets like there's a bad guy in a bomb about to go off you yeah. know so yeah a lot of lot of good moments and overall like I I like the idea that yeah that that Caden James is wrapped up yeah we might get a bad guy exactly like him but we might not at the same time. You know, maybe Caden James is all about the small hits and using three or four people and computers to attack Oliver, whereas maybe Diaz is going to come at this more like a crime boss and he's going to have, you know, groups, you know, thugs all over the city and he's going to infiltrate like he's already got the cops. You know, he's going to start, you know, bringing corruption back on a mass level to uh, to Star City like, like it was in season three season... or four or five. <laughs> 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 okay, so all of them, yeah. No, you're right. So, I don't know. We, I, I, at this stage, I like that they've they've wrapped up a 13-episode arc. Yeah. So, we've got an optimistic potential for the next <laughs> nine. It could go to shit, but we don't know yet. So, 
we can hope, you know. So if we get to another nine episodes down the track and you and I are still sitting here going, wow, they really crapped the bed by trying to fix it. Um, well, yeah, I'll, I'll wear that. But it's at the moment, it's just like, okay, you know, Flash is still focusing on the same villain. Supergirl still focusing on the same villain. Arrows went, we're going to kill our villain. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Maybe a brave <laughs> choice. I don't know. So, One thing that Ben did want to bring up was the fact that, once again, you know how they've got you know, the, you know, the two teams within the team mm. and, you know, bloody wild dog and all that are like, oh, just remember, we're still not part of the team. Mm. We've come together this time, but we're not together. He's, he said he's he's done with that. Yeah, I'm done. With, <laughs> I'm really so done with that. that. And I'm done with that more in particular from Wild Dog because he's the voice of that group, yeah. especially at the moment because freaking Dean has off been a psycho. Terrific does nothing unless he's told to do it Yeah, because he can't make any decisions. He's an idiot. He's a genius, but he's a dick. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and but Wild Dog's always the one to go, no, nah, we're not doing it, man. No, nah, Haas, no. Nah, you know, don't, don't plan on sticking around and... I'm like, stop ruining you, because you were you were my MVP last season. Yep, absolutely, you were the best part about season five for me. Great introduction, and you managed to be the best out of that whole year, and it kind of made you a little bit, at least to me, that made you a little bit annoying to me. Yep, by being again like these quarrelling children. I, know I said that last week, but these kids that just can't get along. You know, yep. they're on the playground. Parents and teachers are trying to make them get back together and it's like, nah, nah, nah. Didn't um, he even say in this episode, oh, being around Oliver, you know, brings death and destruction or something along those mm. lines. It's like, But he chose to be part of his team to stop that in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such push. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe uh, the silver lining of all this, and maybe Ben would rather watch Arrow than have me say this, Legends comes back next week, and for you, that's a great thing. I'm looking I'm, forward to I'm it. actually really looking forward to it. Like that's got some serious like holes in 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 its science and and all all, all <laughs> facets everything. of that show. But I've finally come around to how much fun this show is having at the expense of caring about it. Bring on bring on Legends next yep. week. I'm I'm actually really happy to see that. Me too. And uh, I think it's our only show for uh, for next week. And then um, after that, you got Arrow and Flash coming back, but Supergirl will be off for like four or five weeks. So this is where everything starts getting a little bit choppy. You know, this week it's like episode 13 of everything, and then we just start mixing it all up. And we'll, one week we'll have one episode, then it'll be two, then it'll be three, and it's not going to be so easy to do the um, the scores of the week anymore. <laughs> Next week, Legends, best and worst of the week. So uh, we'll just see what happens, but <laughs> I'm excited to watch it. Me too. All right, well, until Legends next week, you can catch all of our uh, podcast reviews on the podcasting channel, Get Into Geek, uh, aside from the DC stuff here with Terry and Ben. I'm doing some Marvel gear, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, The Gifted with High Pitch Maddie, our very own Captain Marvel. He seems to be available when we're talking about Marvel, not DC. (laughs) Big coincidence there, Terry. We've also got uh, plenty of movie reviews uh, up on the uh, channel. Go and check all of those out. Some other big movies coming out very soon, which we will be covering. Uh, Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Terry, I'm always saying that you're not on social media, but you are on Instagram, but is it a private account or not? No, it's public. Would you like to, for the first time, please plug your own Instagram? Tez McLez. God, that's such a fun... (laughs) All things Terry. 
Hit up Tez McClose on Instagram <laughs> and uh, get in a geek on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll see you back next week to talk, Terry, nothing but legends of tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Boom. Get into geek.com.